0: Didn't know really I'm Jamie East, and this is the small sample. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, the 23rd of February, and it's National Chilli Day. The big happy birthday to Howard Jones, Dakota Fanning, Kristen Davis, and Emily Blunt. This week has seen non-stop speculation over whether or not there'll be a new deal on the Northern Ireland Protocol. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has been attempting to walk the impossible line required to keep the EU, Northern Ireland politicians and the Brexit-loving Tory backbenches happy. And on Wednesday, it seemed like there was only one question on everyone's lips at Prime Minister's question time. Labour leader Sakir Starmer was the first to ask, well, how it was going. We are still in active discussions with the European Union, but he should know that I and a Conservative, a Brexiter and a Unionist and any agreement that we reach needs to tick all three boxes. Keir yeah. didn't seem too impressed by Rishi's membership badges and pointed out that 25 years on from the Good Friday Agreement, both sides need to be considered in any deal. Politics in Northern Ireland is built on trust yeah. Yeah. and not telling people what they want to hear. Yeah. And the need to take seriously the concerns of both communities, Nationalists and Unionists. It's vital their voices are heard. Rishi did at least appear to suggest there'll be a vote on any bill, and Labour's Shadow Attorney General Emily Thornberry says that Labour will be happy to support a sensible proposal that avoids Brexit extremists. If it's a deal that's in the interests of our country, the Prime Minister can rely on us to support him. He doesn't have to negotiate with these headbangers in the Tory party. Vladimir Putin decided to host a one-year-of-war party on Wednesday. He booked out Moscow's Lazniki Stadium for a concert to celebrate Russia's, well, we're not sure, but he gave a speech to a somewhat reluctant crowd, attempting to paint Russia as one big happy family. It is our motherland. It is our family. And by and large, in our hearts, it is one and the same thing. It was a busy day for Vlad. He also met with top Chinese diplomat Wang Yi and was keen to emphasize the strength of Russia-China relations and once again invited Chinese President Xi Jinping to visit. In this regard, the cooperation on the international arena between China People's Republic and the Russian Federation, as we stressed not once, has a very big significance for the stabilization of the international situation. As the one-year anniversary approaches, US President Biden, who's still in Europe, attended the NATO B9 summit in Warsaw and reiterated America's support for the alliance. Article 5 is a sacred commitment the United States has made. We will defend literally every inch of NATO, every inch of NATO. So called ISIS bride Shamima Begum lost her appeal on Wednesday. She was attempting to have the removal of her British citizenship overturned. That means she's still banned from entering the UK and the 23 year old remains stranded in a camp in Syria. Her lawyer Daniel Ferner says there are still legal options and he called on Suella Braverman to review the case. In terms of the legal fight, that's, that's nowhere near over. I think what what else? this judgment calls out for, though, is some courage and some leadership from the Home Secretary to look at this case afresh. Shamima's story is tragic. She travelled to Syria when she was 15, married an ISIS fighter, and had then lost three children. She spoke to journalist Josh Baker for the BBC podcast, I'm Not a Monster. At least with prison sentences, you know that there will be an end, but here, you don't know if there's going to be an end. ISIS was the worst thing of the 21st century, and I was a part of it, and now I have to face the consequences of my actions. The derailment of a train full of chemicals and the subsequent fire in Ohio near a town called East Palestine has become the latest right-wing sensation in the United States. Presidential candidate Donald Trump headed off for a visit on Wednesday amid claims that the water and air have become polluted and unsafe. The derailment might in part have been caused by Trump rolling back safety regulations, but that didn't come up during his visit. He seemed more concerned with self-promotion. We're bringing thousands of bottles of water, Trump water, actually, most of it. Some of it we had to go to a much lesser quality water. But we're bringing a lot of water. Anyway, State Governor Mike DeWine says Joe Biden's already offered to help, but that there's no need. Look, the president called me and said anything renewed? Uh, I have not called him back. Still to come on the Smart 7, Man City Struggle on the Road, and Eurovision gears up for Liverpool right after this. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I have never really was a salad guy, that's just not who I am. Wednesday night saw more Champions League last-16 first-leg action. Inter Milan faced Porto while Man City flew to Germany to take on RB Leipzig. Romelu Lukaku got the win for Inter with an 86th-minute goal that gives them a slim advantage to take to Portugal. Man City struggled in Germany, coming away with a one-all draw and raising some questions for City manager Pep Guardiola about City's defensive performance. He was pretty cranky after the game, claiming he was happy to see a draw. So the people expect we are here We're going to win 0-5? That is not a reality. It's a competition that in group stage many important teams are out and it's difficult and we knew it with our four game in 10 days, away all of games, the troubles and the people expect uh, uh, come here 04. I'm sorry, we are not able to do this. This year's Eurovision Song Contest is going to be a special affair because of the ongoing war in the Ukraine, the contest moves to the UK and Liverpool is the host city. Wednesday saw the formal announcement of the sizeable BBC presenter team. There are four main hosts, plus radio and TV commentators, and probably TikTok correspondents for all I know. The main news is that presenters include Graham Norton and Ted Lasso star Hannah Waddingham. But even the BBC's Martine Croxall all struggled with the full announcement. Graham Norton will take turns uh, presenting the main show. That's not Graham Norton, by the way. Uh, taking his regular place in the commentary box Alongside presenter Mel Gidroich. That's not her either. That's Scott. That's Rylan. We're catching up. Can her at least seem pleased to take on the challenge? Ah! Ah! Jesus Christ on a bike. Sorry. <laughs> Before true crime podcasts, murders had to be solved by newspaper journalists. I know, incredible as that may seem. Now a new movie looks at a classic serial killer case, that of the 1960s Boston Strangler. Kira Knightley stars alongside Carrie Coon and Chris Cooper as a determined reporter who broke the story and outsmarted the Boston Police Department. It hits Disney Plus on March the 17th. Jack. I think I found something. Three women were strangled over the last two weeks. You're on the lifestyle desk. You're not covering a homicide. I think the murders are connected. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day.